So, um, so face app. So face app. I think it's its own app. Um, I'm pretty sure it's yes. It's definitely its own app. Um, it was a Russian app. I think that's why there's a lot of controversy at the moment. But it acts very similar to the way that um, Snapchat works with its filters. So you you kind of like take a photo of yourself, and then it changes your facial features to kind of match whether or not it's uh, older or or younger or. Y- I don't know what the kind of features are totally with it, but there's a lot of controversy. Yeah, yeah, so so the app was developed in Russia. It's not like the Russian government owns it. It's just as in like it was developed in Russia by a company based in Russia. Companies can be based in Russia and do things that are not for the government, I guess. <laughs> but there's a lot of controversy. Controversy. God, I can't say my words right today. Um, because basically, Face app uh, at the moment has become really popular. I mean, it's all over my Facebook. Loads of people have got um, pictures of themselves looking old. And there's like a very, very interesting thing uh, because in the T's and C's of FaceApp, and I'm going to actually get them up so I can tell you exactly what they say. It makes you like really go, whoa. So, okay, here it is. So by submitting, posting, or displaying content on or through the services, you grant us worldwide non-exclusive royalty-free license with the right to sub-license to use, copy, reproduce, process, adapt, modify, publish, transmit, display, and distribute such content in any and all media or distribution methods known, now known or later developed. So basically, as soon as you take a photo, they can control what they do with a photo for the rest of their lives. So they basically control it. And on some levels, you're like, this is the world I live in. <laughs> yeah, this is the world we live in. Um, and so, yeah, in some respects, I think they're just doing it to cover themselves. Um, but also it kind of really makes you think like, whoa, okay, do I want to really be taking my photo on this thing? Yeah, I think they're using it so they can train their AI basically. And so they've got your image, but it <laughs> depends what you can do with that image, I suppose. Um by taking the picture, you've given them the rights to use that for commercials or anything they want to do with it. And depends how what they're training the AI to do as well, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> your face belongs to us. Um, but yeah, or your base belongs to us. <laughs> I don't know if it does, to be honest with you. I don't know if it sends the metadata. Um, but it, it sounds like... But I mean, the difficulty is, right, it's not too dissimilar to what Facebook does with your data because Facebook just uses all your data to sell to advertisers. So can we get that angry? I think the reason a lot of the media, like, and every media outlet is kind of picked up on this because it's become very popular. And I don't know if you've send any, uh, seen anything on like Facebook. Well, I've seen it on my friends. A lot of my friends are using the Face app to change themselves to old people. So that's what people are using if you're wondering what they're using. And um, But a lot of media outlets, so like BBC, uh wired guardian forbes they're all kind of going oh facebook is amazing but look at these privacy concerns and i wonder because you've got the same privacy concerns with every kind of social media i'm sure instagram has its own with facebook as does um snapchat and i think they're doing it to cover themselves but i think because the company is russian it seems to be annoying people more for some weird reason. It's just like, well, you can't have a capitalist company in Russia. It must be something to do with the government trying to do everything. Take a, uh, but anyway, basically we sign a, by, uh, by using all these things um, on all these kind of social medias, uh, we kind of sign all our rights away. So yeah, interesting. Very, very interesting. What are your thoughts on it all? You don't think when loading an image on Facebook, the metadata isn't connected to it? Oh, I know everything seems kind of 
sends metadata like isn't metadata like the tags that an image or everything kind of has like you have i don't know enough about this to really comment on it so i'm gonna i'm gonna google it as i'm chatting to you guys i'm gonna google it metadata a set of data that describes and gives information about other data there you go so everything is kind of metadata then i guess because information is metadata so if you're uploading an image surely it's all binary ones and zeros and that's metadata because you're sharing that information with other information which is facebook i guess anyway this has not become (laughs) so slow lane texas doesn't care about his info being used ah but do you care if it's a russian company or do you not mind that's the question you know is there a line of where we would share the information because all of us by partaking with social media uh, apps are giving away loads of information the scariest one actually is google google maps google maps records where you've been to it was really creepy you can kind of look back at all your locations and stuff like a friend of mine um he funnily enough got a uh, parking ticket um, a few months ago and was like saying no i didn't go there i didn't go there why did why did i get a parking ticket there's no way i shouldn't have gone there and then he looked on google maps right and google maps had tracked his kind of location where he went and he looked on that date and he had actually gone to the location where he got the parking ticket from so i mean turns out that he did need to pay the ticket but i was just like whoa i didn't realize that google could actually trace you that much i'm sure that you can turn that setting off but i'm I'm guessing most people don't they just kind of go yeah yeah that's fine click okay and then yeah so google is i mean i'm sure they're not using that data to sell anything to you they might be they're probably just using to um track people's movements and using that information to train some form of algorithm who knows but it's very interesting what happens with your data uh slowly in texas i could care less banks give you back money that's spent when people steal your identity anyways yeah that's true i i suppose that i don't think it's more it's not about them stealing your identity with things like this i think it's about using your image or your things um for for financial gain for whatever that is like i suppose like things like facebook they use uh, the information to sell to advertisers, your information, so then advertisers can sell stuff to you on their platforms. Having said that, though, there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? So if you think you're getting something for free, you've really got to read the fi- fine print because chances are you're not getting it for free. Hi, Ashton. Welcome to the room. Um, so Fitz is saying it's hidden. Are you talking about the Google, the way Google and GPS is tracking you? GPS in your car saves you where you go. Yeah, it does. But I don't care about people old face. <laughs> there you go. Google just tracks the phone location. Go offline. Yeah, I, I did know that. But I mean, it's still scary that it tracks your phone location, surely. Like you don't want it to follow. You could turn it turn it offline or, you know, t- turn your data off, I suppose. And that can completely save you. But, um, but it's just interesting that, you know, it's one of those things people don't realize is happening, that it's constantly like tracking you and stuff. Uh when people say they couldn't care less, I think they, I think, hey, let's use your bank details to buy a phone. That's where privacy comes into it. <laughs> Scotty is right. How far do you take it? <laughs> yeah, if you want, so Slow Lane Texas is saying exactly, if you want new apps and cool tech, privacy goes out the window. You want self-driving cars, you got to get, you got to know they can be hacked and manipulated. I said manipulated, really weird, manipulated. Yeah. It's all very, very true. You know, it's like how how do you how do you keep track of privacy or information as you technology your technology develops? You kind of want it 
there's parts of you that want new tech to kind of develop. And in order for things to develop, it's got to kind of go through this phase of, you know, where do they derive their value from, monetization from? So, you know, do do you give away your data so it's so you can have access to this information? Because like for all the negatives, there's loads and loads of upsides to a lot of these things. I mean, I don't know so much about FaceApp. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> Fitz has said it's an interesting app though. Just looked at it in the app store. Can I just say that I am not selling FaceApp, <laughs> but it does look interesting. And if you want to make yourself look old, go ahead and do it. Just bear in mind that they can use all your information and they can also use that image for whatever they want to for the rest of time, I guess. Um, Scotty said, also when people say they don't do social media, it doesn't matter at all. (laughs) You have a paper trail digitally. Yeah, it's true. Everyone has a paper trail. You can't get around it. (laughs) Does anybody want to call in to have a quick chat? And uh, we can discuss this further a little bit more. And how about everyone that's in the room already? Have you seen the Face app? Like all my friends seem to be using it now. So I'm just seeing like my Facebook feed is just full of people with old faces and stuff. Um, so yeah. So Slowlane said he's in the automotive industry and Ford took four years to develop anti-theft software and system. It took it 14-year-old Russians 50 hours. <laughs> Well, there you go. Quick. <laughs> Fitz is saying he won't be downloading it, though. It's geared towards kids to play with. I don't know. There's a lot of older people using it. I, um, well, I say older people. I mean people my generation, I guess, <laughs> 20s, 30s. Um, Scotty's just said everything is hackable. True. Everything is hackable to some extent. Um, you just need to know information about the creators or information about the users and um, it depends on how hackable because if you had to crack a password for example it'd be very very difficult to just kind of brute force it so if you're brute forcing something that essentially means wow i can't believe we're talking about brute forcing with passwords essentially means that just like you run a program to go through every single kind of amalgamation of the password it could be and if it was just words it would be very easy but that's why they say for your passwords to have a mixture of lowercase uh, uppercase and number which means it's very very difficult at this stage now because there's no processing power that could do it quick enough it would take years to crack a password but if you know anything about the software like the back end you could get in that way it's very easy to hack. Or if you know anything about the user that's using it, your scope of passwords becomes a lot smaller if you can guess a kind of like certain amount of um, names and stuff. Uh, I had a friend that was a white hacker. That's why I know this information. <laughs> I'm not advocating hacking or uh, no, do I know a lot about hacking? That's probably the extent of my knowledge really about the whole hacking scene. Um, so Tree Murthy said, I saw an old... Usain Bolt pick a couple of hours ago. That's what he is using. Yeah, that's that's it's FaceApp. FaceApp is the one. Uh, if you're wondering what people, um, if you're wondering what people are using for that old person, like it's become really, really trendy and uh, it's kind of gone viral now where everyone's doing it. It's called FaceApp. But Trimurthy, uh, bear in mind that uh, if you do use it, FaceApp, you're giving them all your information and your data. So tread with caution but yeah i mean that's interesting though i think it's quite it's quite a cool 
quite a cool thing. And if you can get over the fact that they can use your image, like most most people probably wouldn't care if they how they use the image, I suppose, as long as they didn't use it for anything negative, which I don't think they would, because at the end of the day, they're a company that wants people to use their app. They're not a company that wants to piss people off. So um, I presume they wouldn't do anything stupid with it because at the end, they just want to make money. So people are very simple, really. People just want to make money and have a good life. It's it's as simple as that. You don't, <laughs> don't really need to get into the kind of nitty gritty of, oh, but why is that person doing that? What is the motivation behind that? Generally, generally speaking, the motivation is people want to live a easy life and stress-free life with money or security. Security more than money, actually, I should say. It's not really about money. It's more about security. If you've got the security, then you lead a relatively happy life. Um, yeah, I suppose there's more nuances than that. But, you know, if we just break it down to kind of the simplest format, that's what it is. Hi, Daria. Welcome to the room. Um, so, yeah. But it's very, very, very interesting uh, with FaceApp. But, you know, it also brings a lot of questions like everyone saying about FaceApp using all your data and stuff. You know, well, how are we comfortable with Facebook using our data, with Twitter using our data, with um, Google using our data? Facebook obviously uses our data to sell. So does Google actually to advertisers. So it's very, very intriguing. Slow and lane Texas saying, I can start people's cars and trucks by inducing a pulse with waveform into the car's anti-theft module. Kind of cool to know, but it's useless on many, many cars. Wow, that's very interesting, though. No? I didn't know you could even do that with some kind of pulse. I'm guessing it's only those that have the anti-theft module installed, so that's only a very, very small amount. Is that only Ford cars as well? As well. It's going to be interesting when used on Tinder or other dating apps. You'll never know who you're going to meet. <laughs> That's what Fitz just said. It will be, actually. I completely agree. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be very, very, very interesting when uh, people use it with that. <laughs> It'd be get, like getting like a 13-year-old signing up to Tinder and using the uh, aging tool or people that are much older using the tool to make themselves look younger. Uh, so slow in Texas said every car nowadays has an anti-theft module since the nineties. Ah, cool. So you can break up and you can break into any modern car. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, not cool. I'm not advocating that you should break into cars, but I think it's interesting if you could do like the ability to do it. Thanks for the like Sajad. Much appreciated. Uh, and I apologize if I say your name wrong. Um, I, I'm only human and humans get things wrong. And I don't know why I said human instead of humans. So yeah, I think it's very, very interesting um, at the moment to see what is happening with that kind of face app. But let's move away from that. Ah, I said Sajid, right. That's good. Makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> um, does anybody want to call in and ask any questions about that or my very limited knowledge that I kind of learned about it? It's going to be fun to compare yourself to the image we get in the app when we're actually old yeah it will be actually It'd be good to kind of save it and see see what it's like when you're older and see whether or not it was accurate i think it's very it makes people grow old gracefully i can i can say that like it, it it definitely makes you look good in your old age 
So I, I, <laughs> I have my doubts of how, how accurate it is. Um, but yeah, I think they're using it to train, train their AI, aren't they? That's why they're getting all people's fa- uh, pictures and faces and stuff. So it'd be interesting to really find out what they're doing with it. But yeah, interesting. Have I ever used it? Nope, I have not. Do you know how many people download FaceApp all around the world? I'll find out. I'm sure there's a huge number because a lot of people, like I was saying on Facebook, have it. How many downloads of Zap? The irony of using. So, oh, apparently FaceApp denies storing users' photographs without permission. Oh, there you go. From a Guardian News article. It says more than 150 million people have downloaded it. There you go. So it has viral app FaceApp now owns access to more than 150 million people's faces and names. Everyone's seen them, friends posting pictures of themselves and now years in the future. Viral app FaceApp has been giving people the power to change their facial expressions, looks and now age for several years. But at the same time, people have been giving FaceApp the power to use their pictures and names for any purpose it wishes for as long as it desires. However, however, Ever. Oh, Scotty's just asked, what is FaceApp? <laughs> face, FaceApp is literally, it's kind of, it's very similar to Snapchat. Um, because you, if you've been on Snapchat or uh, on Facebook Messenger, I think you do it as well when you do a voice call, you can put those, um, superimpose those kind of like uh, skins on you, I suppose, and like change your face a little bit. But, uh, but FaceApp, I think, is a little bit better where it actually does make you look older. Um, so it basically, you, you take a picture on FaceApp and then it will transform what you look like to make you either look younger or older. That's essentially what it does. But it's quite cool. It's very popular. Now, I'm going to quickly go into the um, Guardian article that says, Facebook app denies storing users' photographs without permission. <laughs> and then straight after that, it says, the app was launched by a Russian developer in 2017 and uses AI to change people's features. There you go. That's exactly what it does, Scotty. It's an app that uses AI to change people's features. The developer of a popular app, which transforms users' faces to predict how they will look as older people, has insisted they are not accessing users' photographs without permission. So that's what they say. Um, FaceApp, which launched... Da, 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 you know, I'm just going to kind of really... Okay. Uh, uses artificial intelligence, allowing people to see how they would look with different hair, color, eye color, or as a different gender. Um, the app has topped download charts again this week. We all know that because that's why we're talking about it today. The surge of interest has in turn created concerns that FaceApp is systematically harvesting users' images. Um, people who upload their image to app to the app transfer the pictures to a server controlled by the developer, and then the photograph processing done is done remotely rather than on their phone. Ah, that's interesting because Snapchat does it on your phone. It doesn't do it separately. Um and Scotty has said, who cares what you look like? Personality is far more important. Ah, that's true. I agree. Humans are mad. Humans are mad. I agree. Um, so the FaceApp CEO, Yuroslav, I'm not in Goncharvo. Nope, that's not right. I've said his name wrong for sure. Anyway, 
The CEO of FaceApp said only a single picture specifically chosen by the user would be uploaded from a phone and the app did not harvest a user's entire photo library, a claim backed by security researchers. He said the data was never transferred to Russia and was instead stored on a US-controlled cloud computing services provided by Amazon and Google, which is true because most cloud um, most servers are on AWS, which is Amazon Web Services or uh, Google's equivalent. Oh, sorry, Sajid, I'm talking a little bit too fast. Um, Face app performs most of the photo processing in the cloud. So it does it mostly on the servers um, on Amazon or Google. So it's not, it's never going to Russia. So all this kind of fear of it being transferred to Russia and then being hacked in Russia. Um, ha, but AWS servers are hackable, Scotty says. I think you're right. I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. But I suppose how how hackable are they? I suppose you really need to know where to look, don't you? Um, doo, 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 doo. So the CEO said his company did not sell or share any users' data with any third parties, and the most that most features were available without logging in, meaning the app does not have a large amount of data it can sell on to individual users. However, users ultimately have to rely on the word of the developer that images are being removed from the system. FaceApp has previously received attention for the ethics of some of its filters because in 2017, the app makers apologized for the feature that whitened people's faces when they selected the hot filter. Ooh. Now, that's very controversial. Um, right. Well, there you go. So apparently they say they're not holding the data, but of course they would say that because it's their app and they want people to keep using it. So why wouldn't you say that, right? Um, but that's very, very interesting. Has anybody in this room used FaceApp or are you going to use FaceApp? Or have I talked you away from using FaceApp? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? No one's making any noise. <laughs> uh, so Scotty's saying he'd never use it. I yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I I I probably wouldn't use it actually. To be fair, just just in case. <laughs> Texas. What is FaceApp? No, I'm not gonna say it again. I've said it so many times in this chat already. Um, FaceApp is a app which uses AI to create um, kind of different, make yourself either look older or younger or change your gender. <laughs> Let's live in it. Scotty wants to go live in the woods. <laughs> Tracy's just got it. <laughs> Tracy doesn't care. She's all about the bants. She wants to see what it's all about. <laughs> Can I just say that this ad is this is not an ad sponsored by FaceApp. I pay no money if you download it, um, so you do at your own risk. <laughs> Fair. Oh, you want me to tell you, say it again? Okay, so slowly in Texas, I'll I'll tell you about it again. No, I'm checking. I, I'm not going to tell you about it again. I, everybody that's listened so far, you know what FaceApp is, and if you don't know what FaceApp it is, it's basically the thing that all your friends on Facebook are making themselves are using to make themselves look older. That's what FaceApp is. Um, but it's interesting, you know, like, is it, is it getting a lot of bad press now because it's a Russian company? And is that really fair? Should, should it get bad press because it's a Russian company? I mean, it's not the 
creator's fault that he's from Russia or operates out of Russia. Like, why can't a company operate out of Russia? Who are we to dictate that they shouldn't? And 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 also a very important question that Scotty's asked: Why do you want to look older? It's sad. <laughs> Tracy's saying it's just a bit of fun. Oh, this is getting carnage. It can become carnage now. Um, <laughs> Trimothy thinks his phone has been hacked after installing the Face app. <laughs> Facts, guys: Do not install the Face app. <laughs> your data is fun. Please share your data with everybody. But Scotty, do you do you have Facebook? And do you use Google Maps? And do you use uh I'm trying to think what else. I mean, what's very interesting is that he uses dot 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 dot. <laughs> Fitz has said, is it a bit of fun until you find your face on a Russian dating site? <laughs> Oh no, Bart's back. Bart's Bart is back. But for those of you that don't know Bart, Bart is a flat earther that comes back to the room every once in a while, just to remind us that the world is flat and everything is caused by the world being flat. If there's anything happening anywhere in the world, there's only one reason why the world is flat and that's the cause. <laughs> Daria is Russian and she didn't know it was made by Russians. Exactly. That's the point. Like, it, why does it matter? <laughs> it, it shouldn't matter that it's made by, um, made my russians like it's just a company and they're doing it like you know it's not so dissimilar from snapchat i guess well i suppose snapchat does most of it on the app as opposed to putting it onto a server but FaceApp might just not have the capacity to do it on the app yet um and yeah and it shouldn't it's just for me i find it a little interesting that a lot of it's got a lot of negative press and I wonder if it's got a lot of negative press just because it's Russian, because some of the headlines that the Ford headline actually says face app is the Russian face aging app, a danger to your privacy. I mean, why, why is it important that it's called, why did they have to have mentioned that it was a Russian face aging app? Why couldn't it have just been, ah, is the face aging app a danger to your privacy? So yeah, I think it seems a little bit, <laughs> thanks Scotty. Thanks for uh, coming into my room and thanks for following. Take care. Tacos were made by Mexicans, so I say, fuck face app, just eat tacos. <laughs> that was uh, that was Slow Lane Texas' <laughs> contribution. I, I like it. I like it. You know, stop using, stop using face app and just eat tacos. The world would be a better place if we just all ate tacos. Why not? And I love how random this this group has become. It's great. Um, who will want to date me on the Russian dating site when I look 90? <laughs> Tracy, you can use it to make yourself look younger as well. FaceApp can be used to do many things. Again, I am not sponsored by FaceApp. This is not a sponsored uh, talk by FaceApp. Um, very, very, very interesting. So yeah, I mean, I, the, the, yeah, it's, it's, I just find it slightly, slightly kind of interesting, the whole kind of angle a lot of the media has taken um, to focus in on the fact that it's a Russian app rather than focusing on it's an app that takes all your data like every other app that exists. I mean, if you, we've all used that app that says, oh, and now I have to allow you to go through my files. Oh, and now I have to allow you access to my com camera. Oh, and now I have to allow you access to this. So, yeah. <laughs> Trimothy has said, is this the first app from Russia? Question mark. News readers are, and media are dumb. Well, I just think they're trying to spin in a 
well, no, I wouldn't say spin an agenda. They're trying to push a narrative, I guess. You know, they like the narrative that Russia equals bad. Therefore, the reason the app is bad is because it's Russian, not because it's stealing your data, like every other app is stealing your data. I mean, if they want to talk about that, I think it's fair enough. Like most apps are doing that. So therefore, why not talk about that? There's nothing wrong with talking about it. It's good to bring it up. But um, all the apps have crazy disclaimers like that, which basically gives them the right to do what they want to do with your data to some extent. Uh, but you know what I mean? So it's just a very, very interesting uh, point. Yeah. And so Bart says, Mexicans are after our appetite. Oh. Bart also sounds like he's uh, against Mexicans and for the flat earth. <laughs> Slowly in Texas cannot call in. Why can't you call in? <laughs> Tracy said that she didn't know it was Russian. Is her phone about to blow up now? Yes, yes. Did you not know that because it's Russian, you have now just partaken in um, meddling with somebody else's uh, election process? Facts. They're using your phone to impact other election processes. We could totally start a conspiracy here today, guys. We could ta- start the conspiracy that FaceApp is trying to start, <laughs> that FaceApp is using your information, your data to meddle with other countries' election processes. <laughs> so Daria says that the only bad thing about it is that someone can put some nudes there that's a shame but having our photos there is not that bad in my opinion Facebook and Insta got all our photos already true all that information is already out there and Bart and Bart loves that we found our conspiracy idea so we, we need to we need to kind of narrow it down and get it very precise and then we can start it. I mean, this is how the Flat Earthers started, right? They just started uploading loads and loads of videos on YouTube and then eventually people started to believe it and then they started having big um, conventions and stuff and making lots of money. So we should start a um, conspiracy theory that FaceApp is trying to meddle in international democracies and they are trying to rig elections and they are using your data and information to do it. <laughs> What do you know about the Huawei phones? Ah, you, you spelt it how it should be said, but that's not how it should be spelt. <laughs> and Bart has said that Russia is stealing our nudes to go to Mars. No, no, that's too far, too far, too big, too crazy. You've got you to gotta make it a little bit believable. Russia is stealing our nudes to break down democracy. <laughs> Google, uh, Trimothy has said that Google location has my back if my pick is used in illegal stuff yeah google location will know whether or not you were there it can prove uh Dario said do you know the app called get contact there was the same conspiracy around it <laughs> is there really an app called get contact i've never heard of that before It'd be very interesting to find out um so slowing at texas sorry I, we kind of just uh move past it really quickly so you're talking about the huawei phones um obviously there's a lot of controversy about that because Google, um, so Huawei phones, there was a lot of controversy because they were, I think it was Huawei that was launching 5G around a lot of the world and they wanted to launch 5G in um, the US as well. But Trump kind of fought back against it because he was accusing China of effectively trying to control, um, have control over people's kind of information and data. And if Huawei was providing the service, then because companies in China are so interlinked with the government, there might be a reason why they might give that data and information. Although, again, I think it's just a company that wants to make a lot of money. So they want to go and operate in all the kind of markets that they can do. Um, 
but there was a lot of controversy and so much so that the um android which is obviously developed by google kind of had a bit of a falling out with them and i don't know whether or not they still run android on i think they do run android on their phones but if they're going to continue to do that into the future who knows you heard it here for first folks <laughs> um, but i do know that there was a, an event in london where um huawei didn't come it was an android event um and android events obviously like android's the software on most phones that aren't apple phones so yeah there's a little bit of a news maybe a lot of people didn't know about um so are we okay okay russia is stealing our news to blackmail our vote there you go bart now that is a believable conspiracy that russia is stealing our news to blackmail our votes you've heard it here folks now go spread the rumor and we can start our own conspiracy thing and we can have our own conventions where we can make a lot of money by selling tickets to these conventions <laughs> because that's the only reason a lot of these conventions exist to make money um but if you drill down into every single really is the call-in disabled on mine i don't think it's disabled <laughs> we shall be internet rich and famous yes like youtube in the old days before they had monetization and uh, ad revenue remember all those original uh oh i'm gonna i'll do a chat one day where we talk about old youtube memes before monetization and that, uh, that was that was interesting remember like um the dramatic look gopher and uh the chocolate rain guy do you guys remember the chocolate rain guy like that was now i'm talking like old school internet like or uh what was the one before that ah it's just loads isn't it the star wars dude the store star wars kid that's great <laughs> or it will be like Bart is saying that our convention will be like a uh, fire festival <laughs> spelt f-y-r-e not f-i-r-e Bart if you're gonna if you're gonna quote it you're gonna that was a really interesting documentary actually I really enjoyed fire festival just because I felt that they were just idiots because they had done so much and got so much press that they really could have still put something on and and just gone cheap but the fact that he kept wanting to go big 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 without having any money and just burnt out of money and then ended up making it really bad and just crash and burn but they, i think they could have kind of maybe re pushed it back or something and um and then yeah just picked another venue or reworked it or something and then i just thought the opportunity just wasted um but it's a really, really interesting documentary. If you haven't seen it, check out Fire, F-Y-R-E, The Greatest Party That Never Happened. I think it's some tagline like that. Um, what, you think Fire was a scam from the beginning? I, I mean, I don't think it was intentionally meant to be a scam. I think the guy was just really deluded and didn't know how to put on a festival. Like, if you've never put on a festival before, you shouldn't be doing one in the middle of the Bahamas. Was it Bahamas? Yeah, one of the islands. Um, without the permission to do it on that island as well. And yeah, slowly in Texas just said they were way in way over their heads. And they were. And the guy the guy was a bit of a con man in that um, he was very clever and able to keep getting money to kind of keep it go the ball rolling. So um, he kind of kept it going a bit like a Ponzi scheme, I guess, where he kept getting money. Eh, not quite a Ponzi scheme because he's never really paying anybody out, but he was able to just keep raising funds because it was going to be a massive thing. And his marketing was on point. Like you can't fault the marketing they did. It was 
really, really, really well done. The problem was, is they're just terrible at executing it. They couldn't put on the festival. So what they should have done was teamed up with someone that knew how to put on a festival, let that person put on the festival, then they market it and then take a huge cut. Therefore, they wouldn't have had to paid the overheads. The festival could have done all that. The festival could have even paid them a cut. Um, and they would have just had to focus on a very, very simple element of it, but they wanted to do it all. They wanted to do it all and they just messed up massively. And yeah. And then Bart was saying there are so many of ramps they missed. I think by that he means there were so many opportunities they missed. And there was, because I think there was a guy who was the pilot on the small plane was just saying uh, to the main guy, it was like, look, we can't fit all these tents on this island. We can't have the festival and all the tents on this island. Um, and so the, he suggested, well, let's dock a cruise ship so people can sleep on the cruise ship and have their festival on the island, which I thought was a very clever kind of solution to the problem. And if they'd done that, people would have been a little bit pissed, but they probably would have got over it if the festival was really good. But he was just like, no, no, got to do it my way. And then I think they lost the island, didn't they? Because he basically, they were told not to mention that it was uh, Pablo Escobar's island or Pablo Escobar had something to do with the island. And then they mentioned it and <laughs> they lost it. And you're just like, how immature and stupid do you have to be to just like, if they said it once and they got a warning and then they did it again. Like, you know, if if they'd said it once and and they got the warning, I mean, like f- f- first time fair, if they, if they didn't know or, or they weren't really explicitly told, fair enough. But when they were explicitly told the second time and they did it again and they were like, they lost the venue, you're just like, well, if you're going to be stupid like that, you, yeah. I mean, I just, the worst, the worst is obviously the people that suffered the most wasn't him. It was uh, the people working on the island that didn't get paid. Um, that lady that had that restaurant that got completely kind of like mugged off. Um, yeah, because, you know, she, she hosted all the people that were coming to the island um obviously so yeah if you don't know the full story they moved it from that island to another island um and then it just just didn't do it properly they just failed but but it was just it was marketed so well like i mean they used social media and influencers to the maximum which was amazing like they i suppose that was one of the uh, pinnacle points of social media and influencers i don't think there's influencers have been as, as effective as they were at that point um Barter said that they chose to use it as a marketing strategy due to ego. Yeah, yeah, they did. This is about the um, Pablo Escobar Island. But they, uh, there was just like so many things they did wrong and it's just stupid. And you're just like, even if they put on a kind of so many things, concessions they could have made until they got to the point where they couldn't make any concessions and they, it just fell apart. Like there's so many things they could have done up the lead up to it. They might've made it not as good as they envisaged, envisaged, ugh, my God, my words, envisage it, envisaged it. Oh, eventually got there. <laughs> so yeah, they didn't do it as well as they envisaged it. Um, but you know, if they made the concession of like maybe having the cruise ship, maybe, um, doing, maybe not saying it as a freaking Pablo Escobar Island, maybe just, uh, trying to move it to a better location than it was where the pick the place they picked was terrible uh, maybe getting someone else to come in and help them out maybe selling the rights to the festival and let somebody knows what they're doing do it you know there's all these things they could have done that they just didn't do and and in the end it all fell apart and they failed and and they wanted to control everything and sometimes you need to know how to delegate or how to 
how to accept that you might not have the experience as much as your ego thinks it does. You know, these guys never did it before. And um, you should just walk away from it. The celebs who dropped out at the last minute should have warned the festival goers. Yeah, I agree, actually. They should have maybe mentioned something. Maybe, maybe they had something in their contract that said they couldn't do that if they did that. <laughs> Full circle. Going back to FaceApp. Yes, we should bring it back there. Thank you, Slow Lane Texas. When things sound too good to be true, they usually are. I mean, if FaceApp doesn't make money from people's data, which they professed to The Guardian, like in the article I quickly read, then what, what, how do they make money? That, that is a good question. You know what? I'm going to Google it. <laughs> L. McFarlane is joining. Are you, uh, are you any relation to, um, yeah, text did. <laughs> There's always a catch. There's always a catch. So was, was I going to look up? I was going to look up how does face app make money? Well, at the end of the day, these are all private companies. So they have to make money somehow, don't they? Uh, da, 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 da. Features, privacy concerns. Mm, nope. Nope, there's no information on it. What is FaceApp? Damn it. Not another person. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but FaceApp, I should have put it in my title, shouldn't I? Uh, what face app exactly was so people knew <laughs> so face app is the app that can edit photos to make people's faces uh look younger or older and basically uses ai to do it <laughs> just look at human history the evidence is in our track record what's true yeah like they there's there's, there's never time Pe- people want to make money I advise not to do it. Face app. No, no. We've been talking, we've been talking about it um, for a while. And uh, basically, yeah, we, we've got to the point where they, they do take all your information and they, they have all the, have the right to use your information in whichever way they choose because um, of their terms and conditions. But they have said, and we did read it in an article that they don't use your information for anything bad and they don't keep store people's photos. Um, but it's very, 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 Interesting, as you will. How how many people here have downloaded the Face app and used it? Not sure about that, but I'm now saving for plastic surgery. <laughs> Does that mean that you've used it and you did not like the result? <laughs> I'm do my, my new laugh. <laughs> did you like my, my laugh? It's not really my laugh. It's, uh, it's obviously a, a recorded laugh. I mean, uh, that's pretty clear, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But who here has used the Face app? Do you, do you like my, my new sounds, by the way, guys? <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you get it? <laughs> Daniel Howell. Who looks like Daniel Howell? I do. Anyone that uploads anything is giving to the internet. Yeah. Who is Daniel Howell? Is, is that a compliment or, or an insult? Let's find out. Who is Daniel Howell? I don't know who that is. Should I know who that is? Ah, he's quite a good looking guy. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. (laughs) I'll have it. Uh, Yeah. So FaceApp, who who here has used the FaceApp? I'm going to do a little poll. Let's do a little poll, like a a hand raise, because we've got 21 listeners now. 
And out of 21 people, how many people use it? So one, two, two people have used it. So Olive, Daria, three. Olive said that she looked like an ugly old child. Fitz has not used it because he does not like giving his information to Russian companies, apparently. Um, and the fact that it's Russian does not matter. Just saying. But every news outlet wants to mention that it's Russian, so I thought I would too. So, so far, three out of 20 have used it. Not because it's Russian. <laughs> Fitz is saying that he hasn't not used it because it's Russian. Then why haven't you used it? Um, this cast, we, hi, Lonely Lunch. This cast, we've been talking about FaceApp. Um, have you used it? So FaceApp, I'm, I'm not going to explain what FaceApp is <laughs> again, because <laughs> I've explained it so many times. Um, but yeah, we've just been talking about it and, you know, whether or not you should use it and their terms and conditions and what. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows what it is. Well, that's what I mean. It's all over my Facebook feed. All of my friends are using it. Um, and yeah, just using talking about the terms and conditions um, because they've got very, very strict terms and conditions that say they can do what they want with your information, with, with your face, with your picture, basically. I said, let's, let's just quickly read one more time uh, about the terms and conditions because it, but there's no there's no difference there's no difference from the terms and conditions that um face app has in comparison to like all the other ones as well like it's all very similar uh Olive said that i'm kind of scared now because maybe the world is going to end before i turn old and <laughs> just the universe showing me the future i'll never see <laughs> Wow, that's a very, very sad way to look at it. But I'm sure the world isn't going to end. I'm very, I'm very optimistic person. Because um, you got to be right. What's the point in being pessimistic? Because if it's going to go bad, it's going to go bad. Might as well be optimistic and hope it goes well. And then it goes well, great. If it doesn't go well, well, at least you were happy up until the point it went bad, right? And so the terms and conditions of the Face app are. Um, by submitting, posting, or displaying content on or through the services, you grant us a worldwide, non-exclusive, royalty-free license with the right to sub-license to use, copy, reproduce, process, adapt, modify, publish, transmit, display, and distribute such content in any and all media or distribution methods, now known or later developed. Wow. So, basically, they can do what the hell they want with your face. Dun, dun, dun. I didn't I don't unfortunately have that um audio clip. I wish I did. But this one's quite funny too. A person running. I don't know why I'd ever use that, but I have it. So I'm gonna play it again. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel dumb for using it. Everyone's using it. <laughs> Everyone why would you use FaceApp? Because you want to see what you look like when you're older or younger depending on what age you are. Um, everyone's using FaceApp. Don't feel bad about it at all. All of my friends have used it. I, I was about to use it. And um, and then, yes, my friend told me don't because of those uh, <laughs> terms and conditions. And I was like, whoa, okay, then I won't. How bad do I want to make myself look older? Then I just went on to Snapchat and used their filters instead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Snapchat's got the same terms and conditions. It'd be very interesting to find out. I think I'll do that. I'll do a little bit of research and see, read into the terms and conditions with um, Snapchat and see whether or not they have the same. 
actually, what if they used my face for like an AI? Oh, maybe. But there's 150 people that have downloaded the app. So they have 150 million people to choose from. So really, if they choose your face, you should be grateful because like you've been picked out of 150 million people. So it's like winning the lottery, but not being paid for it. And they can do whatever they want to do with your face. Yay. <laughs> Lol, so you d say don't use it at the same time as saying don't feel bad about using it. Yeah. Yeah, E. I'm a massive hypocrite. Basically the biggest hypocrite here. If you want to know who a hypocrite is, it's me. I say don't feel bad about using it, but I wouldn't use it. That's me. No, but I'm just saying that people have already used it. Don't feel bad about using it because so many people have used it. And, um, and you know, why, why worry? It would be interesting, right? If they used it, like Oliver was saying, to create your face for like some AI, or what if they could use it for like a fake AI? So, you know, the new, um, all these things about like fake fake videos and stuff so like people can superimpose faces onto like people's bodies and stuff so videos so so be very very interesting to see if whether or not they can use your face or what if they could use your face to put on somebody that's done a crime and so then accuse you of doing the crime because they have your face huh now that's an interesting thought yeah olive i'm sorry yeah <laughs> I mean, whew, what are they going to do with that information? Uh, Sajid, it is 10.55 here. So I am in the UK, which is GMT plus one. So yeah, so what if the face app can now use your face to as evidence for crimes you never committed? I'm going to start that conspiracy. So that's a conspiracy. Where's, where's the guy from Texas? Slow Lane, Texas. And Bart, is Bart still in the room? This should be our conspiracy. Bart was talking about what conspiracy. Um, yeah, Olive would just sue them. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure you, you could sue them. I'm, I, 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 I highly doubt. They, they look like a company that wants to make money. They don't look like a company that wants to screw people over. Um, so E said, are you more interested in the tech or the resource of the inventory of people? Uh, I, I mean... I quite like the tech. It looks really interesting. Um, I think it's probably the best. Sorry, that's my cat making lots of noise. Um, I am interested in the tech because I think it's probably one of the better ones. It's a little bit better than Snapchat in how it actually transforms your face. So I have to say it is probably really good at aging you, whereas most other apps don't. It's probably the most accurate. It's also sometimes very flattering. I've seen some of my friends and I've been like, wow, you're going to age well. And I've seen other friends and I've gone, wow, you're going to age very badly. Um, so which category do you fall into, Olive? Bad or good? <laughs> so Nathan said, as soon as it happens once, you will look no longer be admissible evidence in court. They've already experienced that and set precedent with voice. There you go. See? So Nathan said that if it ever comes to light that someone's used a fake, um, you know, kind of algorithm to superimpose your face onto something as evidence, once it's proved once, then it will never be able to be used as evidence in court because that would destroy any legitimate legitimacy with it. So yeah, it's a very interesting point, Nathan. And yeah. And Olive said that bad. Oh, well, 
I mean, I'd be sexy MILF, but nah, I look odd. <laughs> Can I use bad words like sex? Yeah. Well, I said sex. I mean, sex is not an explicit word, really, is it? I mean, I just think they, by that they mean like the F word or the C word. So E said, what are your thoughts about the data mining and gathering of personal information? Well, we were talking about that earlier, actually, because it's a bit hypocritical. I think a lot of kind of news outlets are really going after um, FaceApp because Facebook does the same with your information and sells that information onto advertisers. And Google does it where they track you. We're saying that Google Maps uh, tracks you quite a lot and where you've been and stuff if you have it active on your app. So, so yeah. So it's very interesting, you know, why are we... All right, take care, Sajid. <laughs> Slow lane, Texas. I mean, you can say them there. I just can't say them out loud. Have a great evening, Sajid. Um, sorry, I was going on to... So my thoughts on data mining. So I, I think there's no such thing as a free lunch. So obviously, if you think you're getting something free, there's always a catch. And that's what's happening. That's how these companies make money. They sell your data to advertisers, or they use your data for something like Google Maps. I'm guessing they're using that to train their AI for self-driving or something like that. Um, so nothing is free in this world. And so you've got to really, but could you live without things like Facebook? I mean, I don't know. I, I really use it to keep in contact with a lot of friends that I know from abroad. So it's double-edged sword. I don't like it. But at the end of the day, you can always kind of turn off the ads that are targeted at you. You could ignore them. And, you know, you are still using a service for free. If you were paying for it, then you could definitely have a say in what happens. So what frustrates me, actually, is the way that cable companies have operated for so many years or satellite companies like Sky in the UK. Um, like, so you pay for a service and then they still, like, plug ads so like you pay for sky and then you're watching uh sky one and they still put ads on in between the shows i like that really infuriates me I, I, you know love or like or dislike netflix at least you don't get crap pushed onto you when you're watching netflix because you pay for the service so you shouldn't expect to see ads so that's why i think a lot of things like cable are just going to get destroyed um I mean, that along with the fact that, you know, Netflix is a lot easier and people just want to watch lots of stuff at the same time, not have to wait a week to watch things. Uh, so Oliver said, Darius said, sorry, Darius, let's go back. Why would anyone create a special app to get photos they when they can just go on Insta and get all the photos they need? I can't really see the point. Yeah, it's true. Like people have their photos and information all over the internet. They don't really need to kind of get photos of people. What are they going to do with it? Um, Olive, as long as it doesn't disrupt my personal life, she doesn't really care. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you're not ugly. Welcome to the room, everybody else. So yeah, I think it's been a very, very interesting conversation about the, uh, the Face app. I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to use it. I, I think I might actually still do it because I don't think... Uh, it really makes a difference. So Sloan in Texas has asked, thoughts on being demonetized and kicked out of platforms? Whoa, that took a turn really quickly. So you mean like the likes of Alex Jones and stuff like that? Um, I would I would talk about that in another one because I think that's, that's uh, we can just talk about that for ages. And I, my kind of quick analysis of it is, I, I don't know. I, I At the end of the day, they are private companies. So they have the right to do what they want to do. But, you know, the flip to that is 
some people are calling for it to be utilities but if if they are utilities then who controls those utilities usually it's governments and would you really want governments controlling something like that i i wouldn't like all social media platforms and stuff i i wouldn't like it um but at the same time you know the the flip to that is you can always go to a different platform if um if you kicked off a platform so it's it's you know, like there's always an alternative, but unfortunately I think the problem with doing something like that and kicking people off these platforms is that then you push everyone to the fringe. And so that can be more damaging than just keeping them off the platform. But I don't know. This is a, that's what I mean. It's a big, very big conversation to have. Uh, so let's keep, put a pin in that one and come back to that one another day. Follow me and we'll have that chat later on. Um, Fit says that I use Facebook, but the information I've put there is very limited and gone through all privacy preferences to limit it. Don't trust them, but it's necessary, unfortunately. It is. We need to use it. Um, Oliver's saying she was online shopping and left all the items in her cart and haven't bought it yet, but keep getting ads on all the other apps. And Alex Jones is crazy and spreads misinformation. Um, I mean, yeah, you, you're not wrong about that. Uh, well, the problem with Alex Jones is I think he just takes it too far. There's like very, very... Some things he says are insane but then some things he says kind of make a little bit of sense but he always just takes it to the extreme so it just kind of dis- discredits himself and i'm not an alex jones fan at all i'm not trying to defend him but i'm just saying i'm very very kind of neutral and everything so i always like try and look on from every perspective if that makes sense i don't like to make an opinion i don't like to hold opinion against somebody but uh i don't disagree with what you said about alex jones let's just put it that way <laughs> Um, Nathan has said you can use FaceApp without giving them access to your Facebook account, which would hopefully limit the amount of data they can have access to. Yeah, I agree. He has said as long as it doesn't interrupt or until it does, now might be a good time to start deciding who the things will be handed, handled in the future, how things will be handled in the future. Uh, I think you're going back to about um, you know who has control over demonetization and kicking things off platforms. I, I, I touched on this a little bit when I did like a social media one, but I think I think the best kind of solution. I don't think it's the end all and be all, but I think a good solution would be some form of um, decentralized system where everyone has a vote. So you know every user on a platform would have a vote, and then let's say on this day loads of people have complained about this user then on one particular day everyone gets to vote whether or not to kick them off but then the control goes to those who have the most votes so if you group together and have votes you know it's there's no easy way uh rooster said it's a way of the government to keep tabs on you what's a way to keep the government to keep tabs on you sorry i don't understand facebook <laughs> so um olive has just said that the chemicals are turning the go- the frogs gay <laughs> these are the facts we came here to talk about boys <laughs> was that is that one of alex jones of course that's one of alex jones uh <laughs> me wait you guys were getting chemicals <laughs> yep that's my point. Like, you know, there might be something to the chemical in the water, but no, it's turning the frogs gay. And he takes it to the extreme. <laughs> uh, he says, they are private companies. How is it possible to structure censorship in a way that is not censorship, censoring people? Um, 
it, I don't, I don't know. There's no, there's no easy, I, I suppose that's a million dollar idea, isn't it? If you, if you can nail that, then you would have a winning platform for sure. But, um, but they are private companies at the end of the day, they need to make money. We put a lot of trust in them and we don't really take our privacy that seriously. That's, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like we really don't take our privacy seriously as just, just everyone around, definitely my age group. Like we just, we just can hand it away. Um, and blockchain is kind of, well, there's a lot of companies in the whole kind of like cryptosphere that are trying to address that. But at the same time, people, people don't care. You know, if it makes their life a little bit easier, you can have all my information. That seems to be the kind of ethos, I suppose. Um, Slow Lane, Texas, has just said interdimensional vampires. Cool. Wait, is that... Wait, is Alex Jones talk about interdimensional vampires? See, I don't know enough about him. My knowledge of Alex Jones is when I saw him on Joe Rogan and like I the whole con- like and I knew he was banned off, obviously off the platforms and stuff. So that's my kind of knowledge on him. So I don't really know a lot of information about him. So I've not really watched much of the thing. So I I've just loads of people have told me he's crazy. I've not seen a lot of that. I saw on Joe Rogan and he was a bit kooky on well, he was very crazy on Joe Rogan, but you know, some of the things he was saying wasn't so extreme, but that might be the fact that Joe Rogan was maybe appeasing him or trying to calm him down. Who knows? Arisa said, every single app that needs access to photos, location, microphone, photos, contacts, etc. Yep. They are a way to keep government to keep tabs on you. Well, I suppose. I mean, I'm not surprised. It has come out that NSA was keeping tabs on everybody, hasn't it? India has blocked FaceApp already. <laughs> wow, there you go. India blocks FaceApp. India does some strange things sometimes. Uh, India also um, banned cryptocurrencies. Um, YouTube is going through a kind of weird phase. They want to be hip and cool teenagers, only no ad adults will allowed company. <laughs> but it's so fake because they want money. Yeah, it's true. At the end of the day, they are driven by um, the bottom line and how they make money. So... A lot of people might say that, you know, they're kind of run by liberals and they're trying to quash the right, blah, blah, blah. No, they're run by advertisers and advertisers don't like certain content. So advertisers pushes them to go a certain way so that they're, they just care about making money. They don't really care about their users and stuff like that. They just want to make out, uh, make money. So we are selling ourselves online, but we don't see the money back from it. No, we don't. It's very true. We don't see any money back from it. And it's, it's a question you're like, you should. I th- I feel like we should have a system where if your information is sold to advertisers, you should get a little bit of that kick back. You know what I mean? Like if your information sells to advertisers and you buy something from an ad or someone you friends buy something, or even as soon as that's sold to the advertiser, your information sold to the advertiser, therefore you should get a small percentage of that cut that the advertiser pays for. Um, so everyone, you know, at least then you're making money from your information, which is the way it should be, really. So Slowly in Texas says that he loves Alex. He goes to war to war, but some of the shit he says is scary true. But that's the thing, isn't it? He, from what I've seen, like some things he said was like, not 100% right, but there was some truth in it. But because he's like a rambling, crazy guy, no one really takes him serious, but there's a little bit of truth in it. And that's the crazy thing. You're like, whoa, this guy, I mean, he goes to the fringe. There's no doubt about it. And some of the stuff he says is just mental, but there's there's a little bit of truth in it. And anyway, from what I've seen, so you're a bit like, whoa, okay. But again, I've not heard him talk about interdimensional um, 
what did you say? Interdimensional vampires. So what do I know? Joke will be on us if there are interdimensional vampires. So Olive said, the guy I used to have a crush on was on Alex Jones fan. So I kind of know info I shouldn't about him. Well, there you go. We've got a little expert on Alex Jones. So please tell me if I've said anything wrong or right about him. You know a lot more than I do. <laughs> Uh, Rusa said, I don't know if anyone knows, but Target Score has face recognition cameras. I'm sure most, most, well, does it? As in Target in the US. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, Timothy has said that changes laws when it suits them. So I've gone so far in the conversation. I don't know how far back that is. Um, so yeah, maybe we should go back. I just wanted to play that clip. <laughs> Ola's saying it's 2020 and she's still waiting for her. Um... I don't have it disabled though. I, I swear I don't have it. Oh, uh, no, it's enabled. It's on. It's orange. You can call in if you want to call in. I've. So do you think the new platform would be a way to keep the free speech alive? I think that, I think well, well there'll be a new platform. Th th think new things come out all the time. Like people thought Facebook was going to be the end of like social media. It's going to be the best thing ever. And then Instagram came along, and a younger generation jumped on that. Then we had Snapchat, and um, we still got Twitter. We got all these other kind of variations of social media. And I think the next next one might be something voice related. I suppose I don't know what that is, but I'm sure there's something to be made there. Um, maybe it's live cast. Who knows? Whoa, that wouldn't that be really cool? Um, <laughs> Facebook does own Instagram, but Nathan, Facebook bought Instagram. Instagram was obviously a company before Facebook took over. Um, but Facebook just bought it up because they want to own everything, I guess, and make lots of money. And Facebook buying Instagram was the best thing they did because people stopped using Facebook and all moved over to Instagram. And so the way they could still make a lot of money is combining how uh, they advertised on both of those platforms. Um, so Lonely in Texas, just like cocaine and fire festival, get the celebrities behind it and everyone will follow. I think we're talking about a um, new a new social media. So Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin, what, what have, have they, have they joined a new, have they created a new platform? The problem is right. And like this, this is the issue is when you have people from a kind of social standpoint, pushing something that loses a lot of momentum, because if you've got something started on with a political agenda, whether rightly or wrongly, I, I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, you've already kind of lost a bit of the battle because it's already going to be looked as this kind of agenda behind it. Whereas, you know, things like Facebook or Twitter or um, Instagram, I suppose there was never an agenda behind it. It was just to create something to allow users to use it in a certain way. Whereas all these kind of alternative um, social media platforms that these guys are creating have a political agenda behind them. So I don't think if that political agenda is free speech, it's still an agenda. So it might not get the people behind it that really the numbers you need to make it popular enough so everyone would use it, if that makes sense. Um, so Oliver said, I don't know what is with people in free speech. I feel like free speech is an excuse for bigots to spread hate speech. I, think it's, um, I mean, I think it's a fine line. There's, I think there's a big difference between free speech and hate speech. So I think there's a very fine line, but I, I agree with you to some extent. Um, right, so that's the problem with monopolies. They acquire or shut down any competition. Yes, Nathan, you're right. And that is essentially what Facebook is doing. Um, 
I mean, they're just, they've completely crushed Snapchat by just copying everything they do with Instagram. They just crash, crush them. Instagram is shit now though, full of ads. Yeah, it is because Facebook needs to make money. Also, Instagram has kind of lost a lot of its kudos because event it used to be really good for, um, influencers like influencers used to do make a lot of money on it but now eh, they're not doing so well you need to have like if you had a few hundred thousand followers you could make good money on instagram but now you need a few million before you can make any kind of money although quite funnily have you seen all these like instagram models and stuff that are selling bath water and making money that way that's just crazy it's hilarious um and yeah slow lane texas saying it has to be fun or uh, it has to be for fun at first. I think he's referring to the new kind of like social media. Uh, and all of saying people can say whatever they want, but expect negative or positive reactions. These reactions are not silencing your free speech. It's a result of your ability to say whatever you want. So people, you can, people can say whatever they want, but expect a negative or positive reaction. Yeah. But I, I think free, you should be able to say, what you want to say, you know, as long as your speech doesn't incite violence, I think that's where the line should be. I know it's very difficult and there's no clear cut answer, but I think that's the very, that's the line that kind of that gets crossed. You know, if you incite violence in any way, shape or form intentionally, you know, people can misconstrue things, I guess, but if you incite violence, then that's where the line is crossed. And therefore it's hate speech, I suppose, in my opinion. And there, there, that's where you should clamp down on something like that. Um, e said, because they have an agenda, but isn't that what every platform starts with? Well, e, I think of what I mean by agenda, I mean um, the agenda is a political agenda, not the agenda to make money. I suppose Facebook's agenda was to get loads of, loads of users to then find a way to monetize them. Um, Instagram was to make fun photos, make pictures. Well, Instagram was literally just a photo app. It wasn't meant to be like a social media app and then just blew up as a social media app because everyone was like, well, I can share my photos on this app. Um, so my, my, what I mean by that is essentially have, if you start something with, a, with an agenda in a certain direction, it's going to struggle to get the momentum. I'm not going to say, I'm not saying that it'll fail. It might not fail. It might succeed. I could be completely wrong. But I feel like it would struggle to get the momentum it would need to get as popular as some of these other social media apps. And it will always have this kind of, tainted thing tied to it you know oh it was started because they weren't happy with this and they felt that they didn't give enough free speech whereas now this does but i could be wrong that's just my kind of a humble opinion uh he said free speech also protects the people that want to speak out against the speech they don't like yes i agree uh facebook is just boring to look at while instagram is really pretty yeah that is it Facebook is really boring and for older people and Instagram is cool and hip for young people like me because I'm so young. I'm not really that young at all, but you would know that because you can't see my face. My face. Well, actually, no, you can see my face. That's my face. I'm not as young. I'm not, I'm not hip. I, I never use Snapchat. I used it like once and I was like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> I love the Area 51 meme because it's just a clusterfuck for me culture. <laughs> It's hilarious. I have you seen the kind of memes that have come out, which is so funny, of um, <laughs> of like people training to go on to Storm Area Fifty One. I just really, really funny. There's a guy in the gym, and he's like training, and then he goes and picks up an alien and runs away with the alien, and he's like training, holding onto the alien on the treadmill. Um, it's really, really, really funny. What's even funnier is that the government's come out and said, "Do not storm." area 51 they got really they're like no no we know this is a joke but we're being serious guys 
do not try and do it because you will get hurt. <laughs> uh, that's what will happen. <laughs> uh, are you part of the group, Olive? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, aliens. Now that's a conversation with someone else. Well, I mean, Alex Jones believes aliens. If you've ever seen the Bob Lazar documentary and listened to Bob Lazar and Joe Rogan's, yeah, I mean, I don't, I want to believe it's true. I don't think it is true, but I want to believe it's true. Who does want to believe it's true? Aliens. How awesome would that be? Um, see, Olive thinks they exist. Okay, so E said... So we already have platforms that seem to lean politically. Do we need the opposite lean to balance it out? Sounds like a template for creating the next competing news channels. Um, But do you think that we have a platform that seems to lean politically one way? Oh, I see what you mean. Sorry. You were saying that the platforms that these guys have created have a political agenda one way, and you're saying, should we create another one to balance it out? Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying that the current uh ones yeah but i don't think see okay he's saying that youtube is biased now personally i don't believe that it is i i don't mean like i just because they have the the, okay no that's that's wrong it is bias but it's bias for incentive money money it's bias for money incentive so they are driven by profit they are driven by what's going to make them money. And if there's something controversial that people won't watch or won't be happy with the platform with, or the advertisers won't be happy with the platform with, they'll take it off because they don't want to piss off the advertisers advertisers that make them money. That's what I think their bias is or their incentive is. I don't think their incentive is leaning for um, being one way or the other. Although someone has said, but conservatives have been being deplatformed but have they uh, all across the board have conservative or is it just a few and again again i'm just playing devil's advocate here i don't know enough information about it um to really have a conducive argument i'm just looking at it from both perspectives and aren't people on the far left as well being demonetized and deplatformed as well i i yeah so that's that's kind of my opinion, and I know there's there's a lot of things like Antifa, which I don't really agree with, um, but I don't know enough about that again. But I know that it's both extreme on both sides, so it's not just one way. And I think what's what it has been lost actually now at the moment. Uh, sorry to get like really political. Is like the center ground has really been lost. It seems everyone's being polarized, and I chat about this in a couple of my other podcasts as well. That you know, everyone's being pushed to the fringes of either side. You're either like uh, alt right or you're a complete liberal. Um, or you're uh, alt-right and you're a Nazi, or you're a liberal and you're a socialist. And like, it's like, no, people, most people don't fit on either of those spectrums. But if you try and have a conversation, if you try and say, if you say to someone that's maybe more leaning to the right, that um, you maybe disagree with some of the things they think on, they call you a socialist and you're a, a crazy liberal and you've got crazy ideas. Or on the other side, if you talk to someone that's maybe a strong liberal um, and you say to them, oh yeah, but maybe what you're saying is a bit far, I don't think we should do that that's that's taking it too far then they go well you're just alt-right aren't you or it's just everyone's just labeled everyone likes to be freaking labeled and the reality is i don't sit with any political party because i don't believe in everything one political party says especially in the uk i'd take bits from everyone um but yeah anyway before we get too deep into politics that's just my my uh little ramblings i guess um so Oliver said, 50 years ago, companies were right as f*** because 
Oh, I said the F word. Sorry, guys. I should put it explicit <laughs> because bombers are right as beep. Um, he is saying, what I'm saying is the ability of all means of thought are not being equally represented in platforms. I agree. E. I agree. I, I'm not, I'm, and actually I don't, I'm just saying it from their perspective of why they're banning these people. I don't agree with it because I think these platforms are a form of speech, I guess, because people, that's how they get their voice out. People listen to it. Um, but the reason they're doing it is not because they have a left agenda. The reason they're doing it is because they have a weirdly, which is more of a right agenda is they're worried about money and capitalism. <laughs> and, you know, if you look at it from that perspective, it will give you a different perspective on it. But I do agree that they are getting de, um, kind of deplatformed on a lot of these. And the reason behind that is, is because a lot of people on the extreme left are mobilizing together and reporting them. And that's the problem. And they're getting, you know, these, um, I suppose, companies behind them on their side. And that's where it's coming from. It's not really the companies having like a real bias, I guess. Um, but I agree, it is it is a problem. But, you know, I, I don't personally have the solution. And it's like, can you accuse a company of doing what it wants to do because it's its own right? You know, if you have a Twitter account, do you have the right to go on and say what you want to say on that Twitter account, even if it actually does violate the terms and conditions? you know, it's, it's a difficult one. I, I don't know, you know, where, where is the line? And you, that's why we go back to people talking about utilities, you know, making them like utilities, but then it would be the government that's in control of that. And so really it would just be the government in turn and they would probably push their agenda on it. I mean, I, I would, I'd much rather, weirdly, I'd much rather trust a private company than the government, which sounds strange. I know, but I would, I did, I don't, I wouldn't trust government with something like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the future is looking super centrist. Uh, I agree, Olive. Uh, Timothy said in sports commentators will not criticize star players because of their advertisers. Exactly. It's, it's all about advertising. People want make money. Uh, I just like tacos. If your party is into tacos, I'm with you. <laughs> Slow lane is all about the tacos. So if you want to get his vote, Republican or Democrat, just talk about tacos um oliver's saying the government is freaked up i think they're agreeing with me in that respect i am now and more so in the future social media will sorry e i went on a rant so i'm not quite sure what you mean by that um oliver's i'm scared of old creepy men in black suits <laughs> so like funeral directors i guess i mean they're usually old creepy men in black suits they are creepy Am I right? Uh, wow, I have been on here for a very, very long time. The Men in Black. Everyone's scared of the Men in Black. Has anyone seen the new Men in Black film? I've, I've not seen it yet. Um, I think, yeah, I don't really want to watch it, which is weird. I just don't think there's uh, as much to it. Well, everybody, it's been emotional. It's been great. I'm just going to do one la great laugh before I finish. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks so much for listening to me ramble for the last hour um very much appreciated if you like me uh give me a follow and listen to my next chat um i do get guests on as well i will upload i've got a lot of um my previous ones i've done and i'll upload them soon have a great evening wherever you are in the world 
And yeah, I'm Henry and I've been all over it. Dun, dun, dun. I need to work on that, really. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? I say all over it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Nathan. Have a great evening, guys. Really enjoy chatting to you all. Thanks for being really interactive. It always makes it uh, fun when everyone's interactive and chatting and stuff. Next time, I'll try and see what's happening with the chat because people couldn't call in, but uh, I'll try and make it happen next time. Have a great evening, everybody. Peace.